The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. Beer in the morning is her middle name. It's the one and only... Teresa. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? Why do you look confused by that intro? Because I feel like you sound different. I know. Well, why do you sound different? Full disclosure. Do I sound different? Hmm. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Why do I sound different? Why do you sound different? Well, <laughs> we are we are coming to you live from Connecticut. Oh, yeah. We are not in our typical location. No, uh, we're in the basement. We're in the basement of my parents' house. Mm -hmm, Classic. And I think maybe that's how sensitive these mics are, is that it sounds different because we're in a different environment. Well, we are in the music studio of your dad, so... Yeah. Well, it's a soundproof room. Yeah. But it's it's wider. It's bigger than where we normally... Record, yeah, but hope. he has more stuff on the walls. You sound normal to me. Talk? Hello, Teresa. I, I, I sound different to myself. You do sound different. A little bit. I don't know what's going on here. But you don't sound bad. Okay. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's not like, oh, John, don't you say sound, I sound weird. Don't say I sound better, though, because then I'll have a whole complex on a beer no. podcast anywhere else. No, you sound the same, but this, <laughs> you yourself, oh boy, you yourself I know sound you're good. But there sounds like a, yeah. di- like a different effect on my voice or something a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Hmm. Did you put a filter in your voice to sound no. sexier? No, there you go. <laughs> no. Um, I think it's all the same. So hopefully it's. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. Guys, as we said, we're in Connecticut celebrating Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Hope, Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you had a hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. Yeah. I took like two days off of social media. Ooh. I needed a little cleanse off of everything. So if I didn't get back to you guys until Sunday, my apologies. Yeah. I tried to put my phone away and enjoy the family time because we don't get to see them often. We sure enjoyed it. It yes. Relaxing. We broke our rule. We drank quite a bit during the week. We did, but we tried to unplug as much as we yes. could. A social media pause, a yeah. technology pause. Yeah. We only used our phones for photos yeah. to keep the memories going. To keep the memories, yeah. But yeah, but it, was, it was a nice break for us. We hope it was a nice break for you guys. But... Speaking of the drinking, that's that was my intro. The the beer in the morning is her middle name because, well, when Jovi and Yara oh. were drinking at breakfast, you lit up like a Christmas tree, and you it's said very European. It's very European. And the first time I visited you in Europe, I think the very first morning we came down, and your parents put coffee. Yeah. They put a beer and they put a shot of Slivovica next to me, and they yeah. said Dobre rano. Yeah, they didn't know what Jonathan. you like. <laughs> so they gave me they, a little bit of everything. Yeah, they didn't know your customs. So they were like, 
Well, maybe this guy likes to have a little beer in the morning. It was also Christmas time. That's true. So you just celebrate, you enjoy yourself, you take break. I, I sent a photo to my parents of that and they said, well, it's good to see they're taking care of you. They sure are every single time. But that's not the only time you guys drink in the morning. You tell me all the time your mom does a shot of Slivovitsa before, before work. Teresa's mom is a principal at a school. Oh, boy. And she's, oh boy. good thing they don't listen to this in the Czech Republic well, too much. Well, some people do, some apparently. People do. But uh, she's, she's getting drunk before work, and she works as a principal. She's not getting drunk. Let's not make my mom sound bad. A but shot a day keeps the germs away. Keeps the germs away. Literally. As they say. Yes. But no, what's what we do? It's you and I. During the flu season in New York City, mm. every single morning, we had that a shot of Slivovitsa. That was less to keep the germs away and more to keep our sanity on the packed subway. Yes. Also to keep the germs away. A little bit keeps the germs away. Anyways, we're not here to talk about our drinking habits. Although maybe we will a little bit later when we talk about <laughs> Joe Yar. We're here to talk about all things 90 Day. Before we do, a little housekeeping. All right. Teresa is back on the social media and ready to respond at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. Yes, and I hope I caught up with everything on Sunday. Again, I'm sorry, guys, but I just needed to unplug. I hope you all understand. It's okay. I think you, I think yeah. you earned it. Yeah, I think, I think you, you did too. We oh, literally you. both of us unplugged. Thank you. So at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram, we threw out a Thanksgiving meme. There was memes before that. I mean, we're back in the meme game. Also, we post news to keep you guys updated on the pod. And of course, we get the message with you. So all good things on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Yeah, message us again. I'm back on. She's back on. Back also, online. Also, the Patreon. The Patreon doesn't stop. We just posted a Thanksgiving special. Oh, yeah. Okay. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. All levels of Patreon got access to that special. There was a video component. There's an audio component. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. We told some Thanksgiving stories. Some of our friends shared some Thanksgiving stories, and we read those. So we had a blast on Patreon. Aside from the holiday bonuses, we're doing the single life. Yes. We're covering that, which is a wild time. And then our family affair level, the, the highest tier, they get an extra monthly bonus that's a video and audio bonus every month and this past month was love is blind yes season three just covered the whole thing loved it i In enjoyed it a lot it was really good so patreon.com slash married to reality never a bad time to join also just follow the podcast right here where you're listening right now it's so easy to do you look down you smash that follow button guys Smash it like it's yes hot. Yes, they're harbor seals. Woo! Finally, we got some seals. Shout out to the San Diego seals. The harbor seals. The harbor seals are maybe our favorite seals. I think they're they're our favorite kind of kind of a seal. It's the seal we adopted. Yes, we adopted. We a harbor love seal. the harbor seals. We love other seals too, but yes, the harbors. Well, they have cool, a special the place closest to our heart. They have yeah. a special place in our heart. Yes, so smash it like it's hot. And last but not least. Thank you for the reviews. You guys are leaving them. We're loving it. It's the holiday season. There's mm-hmm. nothing more we would love from you guys than a review. And if you leave a five-star review, we read it on this podcast right here. Do you have any? Teresa, you know me too well. All right. You, you, you Let's know, hear it. You know I got a review. Let's this hear one, it. Last week was great. Okay. Last week sent us into Thanksgiving and it gave us something to be thankful for. Reviews yes. like that. This one, just as good. Okay. All right, let's Sending us hear it. into the holiday season right here. This one comes to us from our friend Kitty K524. Hello, Kitty K524. Kitty K524. Okay. 
Five stars. Love it. Titled in all caps and three exclamation marks, obsessed. Ooh. Okay, strong start. I love everything 90 Day and started listening to this podcast a couple weeks ago, maybe a couple months. I can't be sure what even is time. I hear you, Kitty K. You, you listen to it. You oh, find the a podcast. Oh, the review. I yeah, love that. Up until the part where I said, I hear you, Kitty K. Okay. But yeah, you, you get lost in, in podcasts sometime and you don't know That's what's true. up, what's down. When did I start listening to these people? How do they become my best friends? There are so many questions when you find a podcast and Kitty K has them all. But they go on to say, I just caught up on all the available episodes and found myself refreshing the feed on Monday like a crazy person to listen to the new episode as soon as it dropped. And that's why you got to follow the podcast, guys. Yes. As soon as it as soon as it drops, it comes right to your device. I love Teresa's accent, especially. I'm kidding. Especially, <laughs> well, all right, don't open that can of worms. Especially her southern accent. Oh, it was a little finally text. someone. Someone liking Terry. That is Teresa's alter ego, Southern Terry. Oh, let's not bring Terry out because not, it'll, she's, it'll never be the same. She's resting. Yeah, and the different perspectives you each bring to the table. I also love John's "By the Way" segment. Ooh. It's great to be able to catch up with what's going on with older couples. If I could give this podcast a million stars, I would. Well, you can only give five, but Beautiful. if but if two. 200,000 people gave us five stars. That'd be a million stars, I think. Wow. That's pretty good math. That's a very quick math. I almost went 250,000, but 200,000 each, that'd be a million. But you do what you can, Kitty K. Smash that follow button. You definitely won't regret it. And then, Teresa, okay, speaking of Harbor Seals. All right. This review is finished, punctuated with a box and a little seal. Because we, we used to say all the time we should bring it back. Just send us an emoji of, a, of an animal you'd like to receive in a box. <laughs> and, and, I love this so much. And Kitty K would want a seal in a box as with what Teresa. What an amazing review uh, and re- a seal in that's the box. One, one of the best reviews we've ever received. What? Thank you, Kitty K. You said Thank it all. Thank you for the passion <laughs> for my southern accent. That's terrible. John does not like it. But I'm glad there's okay. someone out there who appreciates it and... Love seals? It has, Get your, out of here. Your accent has a time and a place. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you, Kitty Kitty. That was amazing. We are Wasn't thankful. Wasn't you? Thankful thank for reviews you. like that. So thank you. Be like Kitty K. You don't have to say as much. I mean, that was unbelievable. But five stars goes a long way. So thank you in advance if you haven't left a review. And, and thank you if you have. Thank you. Okay, fun fact. Oh I think I'm drinking a tea from our mug that we left behind in New York and your mom picked up. Oh, that's very likely. I think this is our mug. That looks like something we would buy. <laughs> yeah. Very basic, very simple design. Yeah. Compared I, to the one I'm drinking, I'm which like, is well, clearly from my mom's collection. <laughs> yes. I think this is our mug. I remember we didn't pack everything in New York. And there were a few things we left behind and your yeah. mom grabbed it, which is great. This is a nice mug. Makes you feel like you're at home. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, this sounds, this feels very familiar. Oh, wait. It's our mug. <laughs> all right. How about a little 90 day, by the way? You ready for a little 90 day, by the way? Sure. Did I help you at all this week? Sure did. Oh. And we know Kitty K is waiting with bated breath for this, by the way. So here we go. 90 day, by the way, number one. All right. I hope she told Libby before she posted it all over social media. <laughs> Thank you, Teresa, for this hot You're tip. You're welcome. Becky is pregnant. Becky from the loud modes. Becky Pothast, a.k.a. Becky from Libby and the Loudmouths is pregnant. Baby number two, I believe. This yeah. Baby, they keep popping employees for the family business. And now Becky is, <laughs> Becky is helping them staff up 
for for the next for the next go around here. I don't think her last name is Podhouse. No, I think she changed, but we don't need to something yeah, Swedish or. But yeah. here's the thing: her handle, I think, is Becky. Whatever, Lick Lickstrong. Yeah, or something something European. Yeah. Her profile still says Becky Podhast. Because uh, let's be honest, that's where she that's gets how her we fame. Know her. Yeah. her fame comes from her name, and she doesn't want to distance herself from that. But that's right. She's married to a foreigner. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure how, I don't know how, how foreign, foreign is he. How foreign is he? That's a new game we're going to start playing on the <laughs> podcast called How Foreign Is He? Well, he could be foreign, a.k.a. baby brought into the country. Yeah. He could be foreign, a.k.a. his family came and popped him. I don't think he has an accent. He doesn't talk very much. He doesn't much, talk. But. I don't think he wants to be associated with this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, good for them. Anyways, they did this cowboy boots uh, photo shoot. They, they, did a, they did a Thanksgiving Day post to announce that they're expecting the sun. And yeah, there's no Grand Canyon, no protest signs, just a good old-fashioned <laughs> professional photo shoot. Nice. As you should have to announce your pregnancy. Congrats, Liv- I mean, Libby. Be- Becky. Becky. <laughs> Congrats. Becky. Congrats, Becky. Yes, okay. That's, by the way, number one, and thank you to Teresa for that. Oh, you're welcome. By the way, number two, Avery, of Avery and Omar. Okay, we remember them. Yeah! Avery and Omar. Avery's getting into the scent game, into the perfume game. Not Uh, something you'd expect necessarily from Avery. You'd expect from Yara, maybe Tiffany. Avery's getting involved. Mm -hmm. The other day, she posted a YouTube video announcing that she had built a custom perfume with Scentcraft. Have you heard of Scentcraft? No. Okay. I guess it's a website you can go on and create your own perfume. I would not do that. No? No. It's oh, like, it's like ma- it's the same shit as make your own salad. It's usually a disaster when mm. they allow me to put whatever I want in the salad it's and true. pick my own dressing. I end up eating it thinking, what? Well, I went too what, hard. What am I eating? I went too hard at the salad. Like, I'm not the do make your own anything. No. I mean, I like making things, but things that are made already and you are probably go too, better. Yeah, you always try to add too much. You try to get fancy. Yes. Well, she created a perfume. She's calling it Evora. Evora? Yeah, Evora. Like a fancy way of saying Avery. I guess. Um, it smells like a berry cobbler being enjoyed in a beautiful garden. That's how she describes it. Mm. It will remind you of juicy berries and sweet praline with a hint of florals. Okay. Yeah, it sounds too sweet for my taste. Yeah, no. I love my Marc Jacobs perfumes. He somehow gets me. He gets you. He gets yeah, me. You got to find the person that gets mm-hmm. you. Uh, she's selling it for $39 for three five milliliter bottles, all the way up to $145 for a hundred milliliter bottle. That's a little too expensive. Here's the thing. That, yeah. Here's the thing. I don't know that she's actually selling a perfume. I mean, she is. You can go buy it. To me, this smells more like a collaboration between her and Scentcraft to advertise Scentcraft. Oh. Because now I'm talking about Scentcraft and I'm like, oh, maybe I want to go make my own perfume. Well, please don't. Well, I won't, Teresa. <laughs> but I'm just saying I'm more inclined to go make my own on Scentcraft than buy hers. Oh. So I think it's kind of working that way. I th- it's got to be a partnership. There's got to be some thing in the contract that's like, nope, keep pushing Scentcraft. Don't just push your own. Mm. That's what I think. Mm, that, that could be it. That could, could be, that be it? it? Yeah. All right. Well, that's 90 Day, by the way, Teresa. Mm-hmm. You know what's the only thing I like, like do your own, but you don't actually do it? Sundays. What? Make your own Sunday. 
ice cream sundae. Never done that. You've never done that? I've never had a sundae. Have you ever been to a bar mitzvah in the 90s, Teresa? No. Oh, okay. But when you go to some of these like fancy, fancy cocktail bars with no menus... And the bartenders oh. are looking all cool and fancy. That's and they're the opposite just, of make your own. I know what you're about yeah, to say. But that's I know what, what you're about I love. to say. Yeah, and they ask that's you, what do you like? That's dealer's choice. That's yes. Name a name a liquor, and I'll build a cocktail around it. No, they say name a liquor. So I would be like, oh, I like tequila and bourbon. And I would be like, well, I'm more of a sour girl, like lemon. Mm. Those kind of, I don't like sweet. However, like a little bit of honey, but not sweet. All kinds of things you tell them and you hope for the best. And usually they get it. They usually get it. Yeah. So that's the only yeah, okay. make your own in a way that I'm, I'm down for. There's professional supervision. Yes. There's someone going, all right, well, I'm not going to make any mistakes here. I'll, I'll take what they gave me, but I'm not just going to go crazy here. So it ends up working out. But I agree with you. That's, yeah. Like build your own salad. That's always been please. Build your own salad. It's like build your own perfume. I'm telling you. I, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough with 90 Day, by the way. Let's Great get in. by the ways, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you for your help. And guys, feel free to send in, by the ways, because it's getting hard out there for an investigator. It's hard to find these stories. So Yeah. All right. Thank you for the help. Let's get into it. The reason we're here, Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, season seven, episode 14, happily ever after. Question, Question mark. mark. So many questions. (laughs) So many. Who are we starting with? That's the first question. Let's start with our good old Jenny and Summit. Okay. Summit is really trying to kill Jenny. Uh, That's (laughs) that's the subhead of the subtitle of this season. Happily ever after question mark. Uh, Summit tries to kill Jenny because zip lining Mm. and now high intensity dance. They're doing a Bollywood dance class. I'll tell you this. I think if you are healthy enough, you push your body. You can be 65, you can be 75, you can do it. You can be, but you can't just wake up one day and you're 65 and go, I should start break dancing. No, you're going to break something. You, no, you, you, yeah. right? She can't even sweep the floor. And now Summit's like, we should zip line, we should Bollywood dance. He's trying to give her a heart attack. Well, she doesn't sweep the floor because she just doesn't want to. That's a whole different story. Okay, but I'm with you. You can be fit all your life and continue to be fit into your 80s or 90s. Shout out to Jack LaLanne and his juicer. Shout out to one of the ladies who goes to my gym. She's definitely in her early 50s. No, early 60s. Yeah. She just won. She lost the most fat during our 12-week challenge. My dad is 73 or 74. He's upstairs right now so working. That's a shame. Working out. Yes. <laughs> We're sleeping. And I'm like, we get woken up by the noise like, of him mm, re-racking mm, his mm, weights. Mm, mm, mm. I'm like, but, what? Is, no, he got the cool, like a ski machine. Oh, that's... Nordic track. I mean, yeah. From 1989. That's I why think. he does this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that's what we're hearing from that bedroom <laughs> and not something else. But he's he's been working out for decades. So, of course, he can work out into his 70s and, and hopefully later. Jenny is sedentary. She doesn't do anything. She sits around all day and now submits like this season, bungee jumping. He tries. I mean, she tries. So... They're taking this Bollywood dance class lessons with Jen and yes. Christina. Right, the, and, the daughter and, and wife are yeah. there. And Jen is like, well, I used to be a great dancer. I mean, I can I can follow the beat. And if you see her like trying real hard, <laughs> like her, her hip is hanging in there. I'm like, oh boy. You're talking about oh Christina's boy. wife. 
No, I'm talking about the oh, Jenny. Jenny. Okay, got Jen it. Jen and Jenny. Jenny. Because I was going to say Jen. She couldn't dance at all, but she looked the part. She Jen looked like Justin Bieber's backup dancer. Yes. She had a vibe. And oh, I, was yeah. like, I was like, all right, the floor is yours. Nee. And then I uh, thought, no, 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 you don't know what's going on. And then we learned that Samit, apparently, he loves Bollywood dancing. They used to try to follow the steps in the movies yeah. and hit the clubs. Yes. But he also needs to take a class because... It's been a while and he can't follow. It's not that easy. They all need to take a class. I thought Christina was the best. Was if she? I if I had to judge. So you think you can dance style. I'm saying I think Christina can dance. Well, I think Jenny was dressed for that style of True. dancing. True. Right? True. Submit, I thought, mm, for someone who's grown up dancing, I don't <laughs> see it. Apparently. I don't Apparently. see it. But I thought, hey, that's a fun activity at least. Yeah, I thought that was for a good sure. idea. The family is all here. Let's go do some traditional dancing. I, de- me, when I was growing up, there were all kinds of activities available, and I did most of them thanks to my mom. Mm-hmm. Not Bollywood dancing, but there was a Bollywood dancing class. In and the, the girl, Czech Republic, yeah, the girls they perform once in a while, and you always had like your belly is naked, so you could do. Ooh, all that's the belly. Shakes. That's belly dancing. Is it? Yeah. Is it different? Yes. In Bollywood? Yes. I thought it was the same thing. No, but it's I, a different style. Don't dance. give me shit, guys. I didn't know. Yeah. But yeah, that was available. Some of my friends, did. I never got into that. I never even took the class. Yeah. But I, I saw some of my friends perform here and there. Okay. All right. So they finish up the dance class. They go home. Everyone's on a high. Everyone's feeling good. They got the endorphins going. Mm-hmm. Until Summit tells them, well, I'm not going to be around tomorrow because I have to go try to meet up with my family. Even though they stood me up last time, I'm going to give it the old college try and go again and hopefully they'll talk to me. Well, Jen stirs the pot. She's like, maybe we'll all go. Oh, we should all go. We could could do the routine that we just learned for them (laughs) and put on a show. And Christina also wants to go. She's like, yeah, I would love to meet your family and oh, Summit. Well, I thought this was a good idea. I was like, I like this idea. This seems the meeting of the families. Family always, I feel like, helps people connect. But then we flash back to the tell-all. Yes. And you remember, So they actually met, kind of. This is a shit show, yeah. But it's still good because Jenny needs, they need to meet them. And Jenny needs to have someone in her corner because it's not Summit. Except they don't really speak English, right? Well, Amit. Um, Amit is the brother. The brother. And the father, too. A little little bit, bit, a little bit. So I was just going to say, like, I don't think it could get that contentious. It can only get contentious when things escalate and I'm yelling and you're yelling. If you don't speak the language, it probably would be somewhat civil. Have you met Adna? Sadna? Sadna. Damn, I'm so bad with the names. Uh, yeah. Um, I have not personally, but I've seen her on TV. And you're right. She can she can escalate things, but it's never her versus Jenny. It's her yelling at the room. About Jenny. About Jenny. Yeah, she was yeah. going to kill herself. Oh, boy. That's true. That's uh, literally said it. You don't remember it? Oh, I remember. That's uh, that's That was bad. That's bad. But Summit, I love how when Summit is caught into something uncomfortable, he tries to get out of it and he's so bad at it because he's like, um, uh, it's probably, uh, um, uh, it's not, not the best idea. I mean, uh, you know, like, uh, I don't want any, any conflicts and. Christina is like super chill. She's like, well, I don't want any conflicts right. either. I just want to meet your family and be there for my mom. And Summit's like, oh, I have to think about it. <laughs> and we're like, oh, Summit, come on. Uh, yeah, I don't. Oh, get, come on. I don't get it. Why not? Why not allow the meeting to take place? 
because he's worried that this will make the a permanent damage to the relationship. Yeah. Wait a minute. They disowned you already. What what else can be done to make it worse? There's nothing else. They know you married Jenny. They said they don't want to ever see you again, right? You keep trying. Cool. What else? What what worse can happen? I wonder. And this is me speaking completely out of turn. So I I don't know. But I wonder how gay and lesbians are looked at in India. I don't know. Oh. I don't know if it's as accepted as here in the States. And so I wonder if that would be like, what? You're part of a family oh. who accepts that? I don't know. I could be completely I mean, wrong. Summit never said no, anything. No, anything. Come on. Summit's out there. He's, he's a young guy. He's got the Western values. He's married to a Western woman. So... He, I don't think, of course, would have any issues. But I wonder if the parents would be like, what? Interesting. Just a thought. Yeah, I don't think they care. The, all they care about is that Samit is married to an lady an who's 30 yeah. years older and cannot give him kids. Yeah. Period. So, new day. Okay. Samit's off to meet his family. Jenny is going behind his back. I'm about to say something I'll probably regret, but I did like Jenny's jean shirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I, she like grabbed this from Christina or Jen because it was this cool jean overshirt, and I'm like, I hate it, I like it, oh, I but I feel it. like I feel like it wasn't hers. I missed it. It was a very like hip jean shirt, like she wore, jean overshirt. She wore this on the call. Yes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I missed it, but yeah, she's facetiming an immigration lawyer behind Summit's book. Yeah, and she's like, "How do we get Summit to America? What With, can we do without him knowing? Without him knowing, <laughs> and." That's the thing is Jenny even tells the camera, oh, Samit doesn't want to consider moving to America. All right, Jenny, well, then maybe you shouldn't go behind his back and try to plot this. That's not the way to a happy marriage. No, but she wants, I guess I understand that she wants to know the options, right? Before actually start telling him for real that she wants to do it. She wants to know if it's even possible. Well, then well, whose money are you spending on this hypothetical conversation? Because lawyers don't talk to you for free. Lawyers Some don't, might. No, lawyers don't help you for free. Some might do free consultations. Maybe. It depends how good of a lawyer are you. Maybe. But I'm like, really, you're going behind his back. You're talking to this lawyer. How do we get him to the States? The lawyer was my favorite when he was oh like, my gosh. let me ask. Are you a spinster in the U.S.? <laughs> <laughs> or are you, are you married and divorced? Okay, did you know the term spinster? Yes! I did too! You know I, how I know it? No. From the Bridget Jones Diaries. Because oh. she said, I don't want to be a spinster forever. And so what is your understanding of spinster? A single woman, like single older woman who older. never got married. Older. Yeah. I felt like older was always the key word. Yeah. Because Jenny's like, wait, what's a spinster? I don't know how Jenny's never heard of that term. But older meaning in like you're in your 30s and oh. you're still single, you never got married, you're going to be a spinster forever. Got meaning it. like that's how I understood this from... The Bridget Jones Diaries, shout out to that great movie and books. Got it. Because when Jenny asked, the lawyer was like, well, a spinster, it's a, a woman who's never been married. And I was like, sort of. You, you left out the old Yeah, part. it's it's older. Because you would never call an 18-year-old girl a spinster. No, no, no. You got to be older, right? So speaking of age, Jenny explains the age difference. And the lawyer is like, okay, well, that's going to be a major question for immigration is about this age and this age difference. And then he wants to know about the relationship with the parents and and how often they visit Samit's parents. Here's the thing. 
if let's say they do it right they file the paperwork if they show them that they've been in the relationship for 10 plus years if they have approved they have emails messages photos right yeah they will get accepted because that they will look at it and be like it is a little weird but they've been doing this for 10 years i agree it definitely helps build a case but the lawyer is questioning if if the parents ever like filed a complaint, right? Well, you remember, I I feel like they talked about it. It's a thing they could oppose the marriage in right. India, right? But they and they said they would, but they then didn't know they got married. Uh, so apparently, you can oppose, right? And so that's what the lawyer is wondering. Yes, but they. No one opposed to anything that we because know of. the parents didn't know they got married. I don't think you True. can do it after they're married. They know now, though. Yes, they know but I'm now. saying I don't think they can. You can complain after it's done. Like, what do you complain about? That they got married without, oh, yeah, without our blessing. Well, I think that's I don't know. too much. They could be, but well, that's the concern. And so now that's what Jenny needs to find out from Submit. Like, hey, did your parents yeah. try to sabotage us? Yeah, well, which means if she's going to find out, it means she has to tell him why she's trying to find out. And let's not forget about Sammy's master plan to win his parents back by maybe adopting a kid. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I could adopt someone. <laughs> well, let's see, because someone else is going to <laughs> try to adopt. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll see if not we'll, just someone. We'll see if Amit has any children that he can give to <laughs> submit for adoption. Yeah, I mean, that's the segment I think next week we see Jenny do like a fire walk or some tightrope walking or something. <laughs> the stakes are being raised with each week. I mean, he's trying to keep her young and she's trying to keep herself young. I know. He realizes, okay, if this is how boring our life is now, in 10 years, it's going to be even more sedentary. Well, he said, he said, wait a minute. Well, now we're married. Jen- Jenny is living the entire lifestyle. I don't want that. That's why he went back to work. I know. That's why he's trying to adopt that, anyone. Think about this entire season. It's literally been week after week of submit throwing <laughs> things at Jenny to try to spice up their life. Let's do Kama Sutra. Let's do dance class. Let's do zip lining. It's week after week of, oh boy, how do we spice things up? But it's week after week of her doing it. Trying. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that counts. A for effort. That's that counts. All right. Let's move on to our next couple. Let's move on to Andre and Libby. So they're in the car after the family meeting where they tried to smoothie things over. Shout out to that smoothie shop. Was it a smoothie shop? I thought it was a coffee shop. It was a a smoothie coffee. I love smoothies. I'm trying to smoothie things over. And now Libby's like, well, maybe I should have told my sister. (laughs) And then she's like, well, Andre, you're always so harsh. And... Andre, I get it. I, I mean, I don't get it. He needs to learn how to talk without cursing because I can understand the beeps. When he talks, this whole segment is just beep, 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 Becky, beep, beep. I'm like, oh my God, like stop cursing. Who talks like that? How do you talk at work? Well, I agree with you on like just a yeah, normal conversational level. Let's not swear so much. But the fact that Libby is now pissed because Andre got so pissed. It's like, yeah, did you just meet Andre? We've been watching him lose his cool for nine seasons. He's and now always you're, losing his cool. Right. And now you're surprised. Like, Libby's like, well, I, I can't believe you got so upset. Like, that's what Andre does. Well, and then she said it. She said, baby, I'm so used to you losing your cool. But 
They're not. Yes, they are. Exactly. <laughs> they went on an RV trip with you. And he really needs to learn how to talk without cursing and raising his voice. I honestly, I can't take it watching him on TV. Imagine having a drink with this guy. I find it entertaining. I think I, I would love I would love to have. I mean, a I would have a drink with Andre, but <laughs> I said I wanted it neat. And there's ice <laughs> in it. It's like, whoa, bro, just. <laughs> yeah, he's like the person that you always expect him to explode, and you just don't know when. Yeah. Like oh, I yeah. feel like I would be so on a edge around here because he just seems so out of control. So forget family therapy. Maybe he needs some one-on-one. He Maybe. just needs like to calm down. Like chill, dude. You live in Florida, the chill state. This is the chill state. Everyone's chilling in Florida. What mm, are you talking about? Depends what parties you go to. Well, all right, but Andrew needs to chill. It's the retiree state. Try to retire a little. He does need to. He does need yeah. to chill. He thinks therapy is going to be a circus, though, and it's not going to solve anything. So now he's starting to sort of change his tune. About yeah. He was all in, which I was surprised about. But now as it gets closer, he's like, this isn't going to solve anything. Well, Libby needs some relaxing time. So let's go to a store that they cannot buy anything in because it's so fucking expensive. Yet they allow them to film. Some, yeah, some retail therapy. Here's what got me. So she goes, it's been a few days since the blowout with my family. I just need something super positive right now. So we're going shopping, right? I know we haven't gotten to the Jovi and Yara segment mm-hmm. yet, but this scene where they're shopping came right after the scene of Yara meeting Karina and Karina being like, my building was bombed two days after I left. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so happy to be safe now in Germany. And like, that's real shit. Then you cut to Libby going, it's been a few days since our family fought and I just need something super positive right now. It's like, the, the I know like the old saying goes, the worst thing to happen to you is the worst thing to happen to you. And so like everyone's, everyone's rock bottom is different, but just the juxtaposition between like, here's some real shit going on. And then Libby being like, I just need a shop right now. Yeah. But you can't compare the two. Like Libby I'm not, I'm will just, never, she will never, I will hopefully, I'm going to knock it right here. I will hopefully never know what it feels like. Right. But right now. She doesn't know, but Karina knows. And, and that's what I'm doesn't saying. know what it feels like. You hear it from your friends. And that's what I'm Karina saying. Karina lived through it. The worst thing to happen to you is the worst thing to happen to you. And this is the worst things to happen to Libby right now. But just when you put them back to back in a segment, you go, oh, Libby, get over it. What's going on with you is not that bad. Now, I get it. In her life, it's the worst thing. So it's bad. I just think the editing made it be like, you know, it's not that bad compared to what Karina went through. Well, nothing's that bad. But then her family is nuts. They just argue. They have a baby on the way. So maybe blowing out and not seeing each other's eye to eye is bad. Yeah. No, I I get it. So they're looking at strollers and they're about to make a, a third baby right there. I mean, Libby's like, you look so good pushing that stroller, babe. Oh, yeah, push that, <laughs> uh, push that stroller into me right now to make another baby. And it's like she's trying to like bring back the memories of when Ali was a baby and how cute it was. And Andre is just like, yes, no sleep, up all night, my back will hurt again. I'm like, dude, you're super excited about it and your baby. <laughs> I, don't, I have a hard time believing any of this storyline. I believe the family doesn't get along that well. But when they start spiraling into like, 
we haven't heard anything about the green card. Maybe I have to go to Moldova now and you're going to have the baby alone. I don't buy that. I don't buy. Yes. I buy the fact that the immigration might say, hey, we need some additional evidence or whatever. Right. Yeah. I buy that because it does happen. And sometimes it just might be, you know, you filed a case and you missed something that we need. Now it looks suspicious or you look like, oh, you didn't do the right job. However, they used a lawyer, I think. Yeah. So that's why I feel like, okay, let me take it back. If they used the lawyer, if the lawyer didn't put a case together properly, then I would want my money back. Maybe there is something in his background, but I doubt it. It's the second green card. For the exactly. first green card, the they, do, they do a big ass background check. Like if there is something wrong with you or with your past, that's when they're going to find out. The second green card is basically about you proving that you are still, are still together. in together. If you did some shit, you ended up in jail, you had a, some, some running with the law. Yes, you have to disclose it and they'll need to look at it, right? But I don't think that's what happened. Yeah. So all he has to do, they have to do is to show they're a real couple. They're on TV. They have a kid. They own cars and houses together. There is no question. All I'm thinking is that could be questionable is because he didn't work for a while. Yeah. But still, you don't have to. You don't have to, no. No, it'd be worse if he did work when he wasn't supposed to. Yeah, but he also he took care of the kids, so. Right. Just call 1-800-IMMIGRATION and check in. Like, be proactive. <laughs> why don't you call 1-800-IMMIGRATION? What are you doing? I really can't think of any reason why they would want to deny him. Unless he did something shady during those two years. That we don't I don't know think about. he did. It would legitimately have to be Charlie getting drunk and high on coke and calling one in hundred immigration <laughs> and and lying about Andre and be like, oh yeah, here, here's what he, he's stealing money from our family yeah. business. I mean, I okay. If let's say Charlie did do it, or one of them sent a letter to the immigration saying, hey guys, like watch out for this guy, he's not legit. Yes, they might question right. it. Do I think any of them did it? No, no. <laughs> absolutely not. Just let's think about it for a second. It's your sister who you're also talking about, and they have a kid. It's not just like, oh, Andre came here for two weeks and he's using your sister. You're trying to save her. No, you've been together for a while. They have a child. Come on. I agree. Well, let's see. Let's see. I think now is a good place to take a break. All right. Take a quick break. When we come back, we'll pick up with Kimanusman. Kimanusi. All right. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How's it going? I can't complain. How are you? Are you ready to talk about Kim and Usi? You love talking about Usi. Let's talk about Kim and Usi. Well, it's going to get a little sad. It's Yeah, it starts without Usi and it starts, it's six weeks since Kim has come back from Nigeria. And there's this really sad music playing and I'm like, I get it. You miss Soldier Boy, but this is a little too dramatic. Just FaceTime him. Get over it. That wasn't it. That wasn't the sad part. It wasn't the, oh, I'm away from my love. We learn, which we had known. Yeah. Right. We knew this, but this is where it happens in the storyline. We learn Kim's mom passed away. Yes. Three weeks after she came back from Nigeria, she got sick and passed away, which it's very sad. But I'm glad that didn't happen when she was in Nigeria. 100%. She managed to be there for her mom. Yes. And... It's reminiscent to Angela's story yeah. a little bit where Angela was in Nigeria and then she came home and yeah. her mom passed. But yeah, 
it would have been a lot worse if Kim had just touched down and then she wasn't yeah. there. At least at least she got to spend a few weeks with her mom. Very true. It's sad, but it could have been worse, I think. Good news, silver lining is Jamal's now in town to visit and support yes. his mom. And okay, first I thought that Jamal was not really into being part of this 90 day thing. Yeah. But then you go to his Instagram and he says uh, 90 day, happily ever after season seven. <laughs> well, he's, get, he's getting nothing but love and rightfully so. He, yeah. he, he's done nothing to elicit any hatred. he Everyone thinks he's a great looking guy and a sweet guy and a good son. And, and he is. He's there for his mom. Yeah, yeah. And so I think maybe in the beginning he was like, I don't know about this. This could change things. I don't like being on camera. Yeah. And then he found out it was nothing but positivity coming his way. And he said, bring it on. Let's just keep it that way. Because oh, imagine two seasons later, Jamal met someone on single his trip life. to Nigeria. And, well, I was going to say, get him on, on the, the single, single life. life. I, I think a lot of people would like him on the single life. Oh, a lot of ladies would love him. But we do. We see him go to Nigeria next week. Yeah. Or who knows if it's going to happen well, next week. But let's, uh, let's finish this sad yeah. segment. They're basically walking around San Diego, reminiscing about mom. Yes. How she was a big part of their lives. And it's sad, but life happens. There was a little comic relief, at least, because Kim was like, oh, I'm feeling so lost. I don't know what to do. I've just always been a caretaker. I took care of you, then I took care of mom. And Jamal's like, well, Usman's the same age as me. You can take care of him. <laughs> I was like, at least you guys can laugh about it. No. All right. Let's put this sad segment to bed. behind us. Oh, to okay. bed. We feel bad for Kim, but we said it when it happened. Yeah. Um, yes. All right. So then we see Kim walking around San Diego again, but she's trying to do working out without working out. Like she's, love, doing, oh. she's doing the movements, well, but uh, she needed she needed some. All right, legs. calm down, Arnold. Jeez, she yeah. needed to just get a couple of pounders. Um, I liked this segment in this filming technique because it was very different. She's doing this walk and talk, but she's breaking the fourth wall because no one's there with her. Jamal's not there. Yeah. He's not there. So instead of just her walking. Or giving a confessional seated. She's almost like giving this confessional as she walks and she's talking to the camera. And I thought it was a really interesting filming technique. Mm. It felt fresh. And it just, for some reason, I was like, oh, wow, this just added something. All I'm saying is like she should have got up like a one or two pounders. We get pounders. it. You think she was being lazy. No, I think she, I actually think that she's like, okay, it's time for me to step up my game. I have a young, I have a younger fiance. I want to go to the gym. I want to stop smoking. I want to get healthier. I'm here for it. Just do it. Well, I think it's also when you lose someone, when, when your mom passes or someone close to you passes, you realize, oh, I should take care of myself. So I can yeah. live my best life for as long as possible. Yeah, whatever you do, just don't turn into Angela, who also tried to get healthier. Yeah. She did not, besides the weight. So Kim, stop smoking for real, right? Drink mm-hmm. some water, work out. I'm all for it. We're supporting you. Yes. We'll, we'll see your journey. Yes, we're here for it. So then we see Kim FaceTiming Usman. And... The nice thing is it seems like, and in, in Jamal co-signs this, Usi was there for her. Yeah. Like when times got tough, when she lost her mom, when she was going through that, he was there and he was supportive. Yeah, and that's why Jamal is saying, I don't love, I'm not Soda Nusman or any of this, but I have to say 
he's been there for my mom. And here's also a thing. Kim is saying, I'm so thankful for you being here for me in these bad times. And Usi's like, well, I'm also thankful you've always been there for yeah. me. Yeah, he's like, it's my like, duty. You, it's my duty. Damn. You've been there for me. I'm there for you. Yeah, it's say, it seemed real. Like I felt love there in that moment. Yeah, well, let's wait. <laughs> let's wait for this bomb to be dropped. So I don't know if we can laugh about this. It's just, it's so different. It's so different for our culture that I found it comical. Yes. And I know that Usman and Kim will say, oh, this is customary in Nigeria. I was so shocked by this. Yeah. Well, yeah. So he's thinking of adopting a kid. Let's let's just back up a second. So things are still good between them. But we learned last episode, okay, obviously we can't have polygamy there can't be multiple wives in america and so that whole second wife idea for a child is out the window so what do we do now well usman has a plan yeah so to keep the family blood going in the family he's thinking of adopting a kid but not just any kid he's thinking of adopting his nephew mahadi because his brother said hey i mean if you want to adopt one of my kids, like, go for it. Mahade is not the best. It's not the pick of the litter. <laughs> so you might as well get him. But that's the blood I'm, going. But that's what I'm wondering. He, he obviously didn't say that. But what was <laughs> the thought process? Is is Muhammad on board with this? Was it Muhammad's idea? Was he like, okay, I have so many children. I could spare you one. Can he not afford his family? Mm. Can he, is he not present enough to take care? Is he a single dad? And he can, why was this an op, an, a, like an option for Usman? Well, I think they're, they were talking. This is how I picture it. And Usman was explaining the situation, but that his brother actually knows. He's like, listen, Mahadi, oh, that was an accident. He's three years old now. You might as well, you might as well get him. It was an accidental birth? Yeah, maybe, maybe something. How would you pick? Uh, Like, let's say, I'm pretty pretty sure they have multiple kids, right? How would you, how would you decide on which one you're going to give away? I don't, that's, that's why I'm scratching my head and can't understand this. And then it's not even like, okay, well, he'll just come live with us. We'll raise him. Usman's like, no, we're going to take him to America. It's like, you're kidnapping. You're not kidnapping, but you're taking, adopting, and then bringing him to another continent. Yeah. Guys, I'm obviously joking about this because I absolutely have no idea how it happened. But I'm like, just think about it. Right? If we, let's say, talk to your sister and be like, hey, Rachel, thinking of having kids, but I mean, it's not going to work out for us. How about we have one of yours? Which one can we get? Like, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is ridiculous. And here's the reason that I call, I don't call BS, but I question it even more, is your... Your grandkids, the net number of your grandkids, mom, are still the same. So you're not bringing any more children into the family. You're just moving them around. Well, I think um, for her- My point is, yeah, Usman's mom will not have any more grandkids. It's the same number of grandkids. I don't think that's what she wants necessarily. I think she just wants each of her kids to raise other kids to keep the families going. Why does bloodline matter? It should just be like, oh, it's this. It's the same number of kids. It do, doesn't make sense to me. I get wanting to grow the family and wanting to have more children so there's more support and more money and more security. 
you're having the same net number of kids if you just move one from one family to another. Well, yes. I don't know. Right? Maybe maybe she just wants him to be a dad. Maybe it's so important to be a He's dad. He's going to be a dad to Jamal. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know? That's at least, Jamal's at least adding another kid into the family. That's someone we didn't have before. Now we have another person in the family. Yeah, Jamal, who's two years old, younger than him. But taking Muhammad's kids, this is, I don't understand. Well, me neither, but. Someone explain, because I, I do believe this is, I don't think Usman made this up. It, no. We've never heard of it before. I don't think Usman made this up. I believe this is probably is something that's customary. But I just am interested in the logic of, of course, if something happens here in the States, if you have a brother and they have a son and the brother gets into a car accident and he passes, God forbid, or something happens and he loses his job or he can't, or he's a drug addict and you can't take care of his kid. A lot of siblings will adopt the other sibling's child, but that's when push comes to shove and things are tough and they need to be. So that's where I'm asking, what is going on with Muhammad that he is willing to give up hmm. this child? I, I wonder. Maybe they have another one on the way. And so he's like, you know what? We'll get a new baby. You might as well get Mahadi. <laughs> I don't <laughs> so know. I feel bad for Mahadi. I know. Just getting what? passed around. Yeah, like a hot potato. Just getting passed around. I don't know. I, again, I was joking, but how do you pick the child to give away? How? Or Because it's not it's not even like, all right, I'll give Mahadi away. He's going to live two blocks down. I can see him That's all the I'm time. Saying. Right. No, you're going to give Mahadi away, so he's going to move to America. Unless maybe Mahadi is like this golden child that they think mm. he has a better future in That's the U.S. That's interesting. Maybe That's he's super smart, super up there for the age of three. Mm -hmm. And they just think he might as well go to the U.S. and explore. Yeah, we don't know. We I'm don't just know. guessing. Let us know. Either way, Kim is not in love with the idea of, of raising Muhammad's son. Yes, but Kim first is like... Wait, what? What did you say? That he's the son of your brother? Oh, she was as confused as us. What? <laughs> yeah, she's as confused as us. Then, well, yeah. Yeah. So then Usman came is like, who's, who's going to raise Mahadi? Me? Right. And Usman's like, yeah, you and I would raise Mahadi. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. At the end of the day, if Muhammad's willing to do all this, or not Muhammad, if Usman's willing to do all this, it shows how much he loves Kim. True. Right? Yeah. He has all the outs in the world to break up with Kim if he didn't like her. Oh, we can't have a kid. My brother won't even allow us to have his kid. <laughs> and so I guess we have to go our separate ways because my family just doesn't accept this. No, Usman's doing everything he can, including getting his brother involved, to try to keep this relationship yeah, together no, so that's it's true it speaks volumes i think there's love there there is some love for sure but kim needs to think about it she's like i've raised the child he's a good dude now I, I don't know if i want to do this again right right so speaking of that child cut to kim and jamal they're at a restaurant east african restaurant eating and kim brings up her talk with usman and jamal is like what? <laughs> he almost choked on his food. <laughs> Jamal almost choked on his food. But this is where Kim's like, oh, it's totally normal in Usman's culture. It's all about the bloodline. And Jamal's like, well, now things are getting out of hand. First, first there's the second wife idea. Now we're talking about adopting Muhammad's kid. It's just too much. Yes. And Kim kind of brings up that 
you know what, after a mom passed away with all this, I need to go back to Nigeria to see Usman, but I want you to go with yeah. me because I want you to, to meet before we marry. And Jamal's like, so if I don't like him, you're not going to marry him? No. Yeah. They, she just wants them to meet and she gets it. They're not going to be besties, probably. Although they may because they're more of the same yeah. age. They're not going to be besties. She does not want Usman to be with his dad. Right. Right. But she wants them to meet in person so she, so Jamal can see what she sees in him. And so they're gonna. I mean, this segment ended with like, all right, we should look at plane tickets. Yeah. But then we see next time on or yeah. soon, coming soon, Jamal in Nigeria. Two trips to Nigeria in one season. What? I know. Because I feel like we're only halfway there with this season. True. I mean, it's episode 14. This will go till 22. With, you think with, so? With tell-alls. Yeah. Yeah, right. so another six or so, yeah. five, six. But times. Jamal's game, he's like, sure. I mean, yeah, let's go. Let's 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 do this. Let's what, meet what, this superstar. What does Jamal do for work? I need to look into it because he's been in San Diego. He was living in New York. Now yeah. he's in San Diego for weeks. Well, and now he's going to Nigeria. Also, everyone can do remote work now. So that's what I was wondering. Yeah, yeah. All we right. can we can look him up. Well, speaking of Nigeria, let's move on. Well, so. Michael probably learned how to swim a little bit because Hold he's on, about wanna, to show it in, off. You don't want to intro me? Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right, guys. We're even in a soundproof room, so I could give it Let's a Let's talk about extra. our next couple. Speaking of Nigeria, as John said, Angela and... Michael! <laughs> <laughs> All right. A self-conscious with that one with what my parents upstairs. Even Angela's bathing suit is red, white, and blue. It says USAP or something like that. It says USPA oh. on the back, which I'm pretty sure is the United States Powerlifting Association, <laughs> 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 which makes a lot of sense. <laughs> she goes like she probably was trying to find American bathing suit and this is all they had. It might be like the Ralph Lauren Polo Association. I think it's U.S. Powerlifting Association. Uh, well... She is showing off her new bot. Michael is showing off his new skills. He looks like, yes. oh my God, did you see him jump into the pool? The whole thing was hilarious. He was like a freaking potato. The whole thing was hilarious. <laughs> but here's what I'll say. This is the first time in what feels like years that we've seen them have fun together. Wait for it. I know, but <laughs> I'm glad I have to wait for it. Usually it's like I don't have to wait for it. Usually yeah. their segment comes on and they're screaming and pushing each other. They're actually goofing around, splashing in the pool, having fun. Yeah. Ange Angela's doing handstands. Yeah. They're she, kissing. She's cheating Michael because he's trying to do a lap. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing was very sweet, very wholesome until Angela went up to the side of the pool and was like, oh, yeah, I used to put my coochie against <laughs> these pool jets. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, thanks. Two am I, Angela. Two am I. I was like, yep. Oh, there she is. Classic oh, yeah. Angela. But she feels sexy in the bathing suit and she thinks that Michael finally sees her new bod, like sees it. Yeah. And likes it. Yeah. And Michael's like, you know, I realized that this whole Billy is probably my fault. I don't want to lose my woman. So tonight I'm going to try to step up my romance game. So, yeah, he wants to find out what's going on with Angela and Billy. And so he's going to romance Angela and talk to her. And so he has a poolside setup, champagne, mm -hmm. roses, 
a bracelet with a heart on it. Beautiful. He pulled out all the stops. And Angela goes and, and sits on Michael's lap and is like, oh, my daddy. Uh, that's what I was. Oh, my I God. I know. Teresa was just talking about this. I I think the word daddy and teddy and all kinds of like kid related words has been have been so sexualized that if we have a kid, they're going to call you a father. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with daddy. It's all how you say it. It's like a daddy. Ah. Intention is everything. Yeah, I, I mean, if someone sexual. says Teddy, I picture a sexy long lingerie. Say it. No. Laundry. No. Lingerie. No. If you're gonna, you're, if you're gonna fight this battle, you need to fight it yourself. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with kids saying Teddy Bear and. No. You have to say the full thing, Teddy Bear. Oh. If you just say Teddy, I picture. Something I bought for for Hanukkah for you. Well, that's you. <laughs> there is. I don't think there's anything wrong. But here's what was wrong. I was wrong because I thought I wanted to see some love between Angela and Michael. I thought this is what we need. No, this grosses me out even more than seeing all the fighting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Michael realized, all right, well, she seems happy. Champagne, bracelet. Let me ask her what I want to ask her. And Michael's like, well... Well, I mean, I'm glad you're happy, but I don't want you to go to Canada. Right. Oh, boy. I don't want you to go to Canada. And it would make me happy if you just stayed put. Angela doesn't totally understand this request. And she compares Billy to her mom by saying, oh, well, I wasn't there for my mom when she was sick and needed me. Billy is sick. He needs me. I don't want to mess this up. Okay. I get the fact that they're friends, right? She, I think he's been there for her too when Michael was running all over Nigeria trying to make money on Instagram and Angela told him not to. Yes, I got the BJ. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I get the friendship, sure. But I don't get why she would fly there. And what I don't get even more, why would Billy want her in his house? Like, Very ha- true. Have you watched the show? He seems like a classy guy. He's got his life together. Like, she's going to smoke cigarettes around you. If you're on dialysis, yeah, you don't need someone smoking 19 packs of cigarettes. You don't need anything, literally. Like, you just need... Stress, cigarettes. Why would you want Angela to come to Canada and cook for you? Do we know Have you seen her making smoothies? True. Hope you like jelly. No, oh my gosh, no, no. Like, I get it, call him once a day, check in on him, be a friend, absolutely. Like, yes, he needs a friend. Don't go there. Don't don't allow her to go there, Billy. Yeah, wasn't she? She was like a, a health care nurse. Yeah, I like think she worked for yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, think so there's still that side of her probably where she goes, all right, I want to take care of people. True. Yes. Well, but not not when it's going to risk your marriage. Here's the biggest issue. She said she had a crush on him. That's yes. the problem. Yes. And so Angela goes, all right, Michael, I'm going to rip this bandaid right off. We're going to call Billy right now. And she's like, I'll just prove that Billy is a friend and Michael will feel better. All right. Well, let's call Billy. He picks up. He's like, hi, Angel. Hey, Angel. I'm swell. Hey, what? He said, I'm swell. She did? Yeah. Oh. Pretty sure. Okay. So here's the thing. She didn't put Michael on camera first. And I wonder if Billy knew he was there because mm. it's sort of like the am i on speakerphone like you got to let the person know that you're not alone well michael like. jumped right in it 
Yes. And he's like, I saw you duetting my wife. And did you know that my wife has a crush on you? Yeah. And so he asks, Billy, do you have a crush on Angela? Well, he was like, Billy, sorry to ask you, man, but do you have a crush on my wife? And I was, I was wondering how Billy was going to respond to this because it's such a fine line. You don't want to be like, oh, no, because that's someone's wife. But yes. you also don't want to be like, oh, yeah, she's the best. Yes, but they let it go into commercial. Thank you. <laughs> and when we came back, Billy politely says that Angela's great. She's been there for him, but no, he has no crush on her. And she's like, Angie, Angela, you have crush on me? What? Didn't he was like, Angela, like, Angela, you have crush on me? Oh, I guess, yeah, he didn't know about it. No, like, he was like, oh, like, oh, this is what we're, we're doing. Yeah, yeah, no, he didn't know about it, but... Michael doesn't care either way because of how handsome Billy is. Mm. That's what that's what upsets Michael. And the fact that he's calling her Angel. Yes. No one calls my wife an angel. But then he Billy explains his situation. Oh, five days a week, seven hours a night. I'm stuck on a dialysis machine. I'm calling her Angel not because I have a crush. I'm calling her Angel because... Maybe she she is an angel. She came into my life. She's showing compassion. She's mm-hmm. there to support me. Like that's where angel comes from. It's not yeah. a pet name. It's not a, a nickname, a lovey dovey name. No, but Michael doesn't have it. He still asks Angela not to go to Canada. Well, because she goes, I'll never leave your side, Billy. Like your husband uh, said, I'll never leave your side, Billy. And Michael's like, how can you say you'll never leave his side? You threaten to divorce me every week. Right? And that's that's... When it gets contentious because Angela is basically blaming Michael for why she and Billy have such a relationship. Well, he was there for me during the tough times, meaning he was there when you were being shitty to me. Yeah. So she's blaming Michael for why they're so close. This is when Michael has enough. And and finally, he's the one who leaves. Yes, he storms off. We don't see that often. It's he usually should, Angela who does that. Michael should have been like, I'm done. But <laughs> he did not. He did not, but this is where it ends. Yes. So let's see. We still need her to go to Canada. I, I would be interested. You think she's going to go to Canada? Mm, I'd be interested. If, if Kim can go to Nigeria twice in one season, I think Kim, I think Angela could make it to Canada. We'll see, though. We'll see. All right. Do we have one or two more? One more. All right. We have Yara and Jovi, right? That's it. Yes. That's it. All right. Yara and Jovi, based on the music, you can hear that we are in Germany. Garmisch, Germany. Yes. Which is a beautiful ski town. Yes. Small ski town. You see the mountains. Gorgeous. This is where Yara's friend Karina was able to escape to. Yes. After leaving Ukraine. So they got there and Yara wants to see Karina right away. This whole meeting was a little strange to me. It seemed unnatural. It's like they get to the hotel, Jovi and Maya go to the room, and then Yara just sits in the lobby and like out of nowhere, Karina comes. Well, she was waiting for her. Who, Karina? No, Yara. That's what I'm saying, but I guess Karina stays at that hotel? or I don't think so. The whole thing was strange. I was like, well, why can't everyone say hi to Karina? It just seemed like... Okay, you uh, go, 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 go. And then Karina walked right in. Well, I think it was like, yeah, I wanted to see her friend and then they have a baby. It wouldn't be as personal if Mile was there and Joby was there and Mom was there and T. I guess. So she's like, 
hey, Jovi, can you get Myla? I just want to meet Karina right away. But then in the hotel lobby, I guess it was weird. Like if Karina wasn't staying in the hotel. She then, came in. You then, saw her. Was then like meet at a coffee shop or I guess that's okay. It just, the whole thing seemed weird to me. No, it did not at all. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with Diara saying, hey, just got to the hotel or on the way. She'll be like, hey, we'll be in the hotel in half an hour. Do you want to come and meet me? All right, call in. Anyone else find, yeah, find the timing and a little strange? I didn't think it was strange at all. All right. Anyways, we meet Karina. We learn what she's been through. This yeah. is where we learn two days after she left Ukraine, her home was hit by a missile. Her building was hit. But she's very positive. She's being very positive. Yeah. Life goes on. I mean, you have to be. I feel like in the situation like this, you just need to, I don't want to say embrace it, but just try to keep living your life. Like, yeah. you know that you won't go back home for, if any, for years. Yeah. Like, even if the war ended tomorrow, which would be amazing, it's going to take them years to rebuild the country. I mean, no one knows what's going to happen. Yeah. No, she was being, she was being positive. It was good to see. Yeah. Um. All right, next day, here's my question. Why is Jovi holding an umbrella while it's snowing out? A lot of Czech people do that, too. Enjoy the snow. You're in a beautiful ski town. Because I don't think it was that hot. And sometimes the, when it snows, when it's, I mean, that hot, that cold. When it snows and it's warmer outside, it's like rain I snow. know. I'm from Connecticut. I, I've, True. I've been a part of many uh, wet snows. And you still stick your tongue out and catch it on your tongue. Absolutely. Maybe they didn't have hats. I think what it is. Although Yara. No, they did. Well, Myla had a hat. Um, I was going to say Jovi's from the swamp. Maybe Louisiana, he's not used yeah. to snow. But Yara, she'd be like, oh, this is beautiful. Yeah. She, was, she didn't have it open, but she was holding an umbrella. So at least she didn't have it open. Yeah. I mean, if you're just going somewhere, sit down, meet your friend. You don't want your hair to get all wet. Oh, that's what it is. It's the fashion. Speaking of fashion, did you see Mother Olga's sweatshirt? Oh my gosh, I, y'all! I, I thought it said Yale, and I think Me that's too. I think that's what it was a nod to because they've taken that Yale logo, that Yale sweatshirt, yeah. and spun it every which way. To y'all, kale is the famous one oh. that they do, and now it's y'all. Y'all, yeah. How <laughs> that, y'all? How, how y'all doing? Terry's here. Terry, Terry, Southern Terry. Oh, here's Terry. <laughs> oh, Terry. You wanna, do you want me to get you a y'all sweatshirt for Christmas? Absolutely not. I can how, see you with the y'all. How sweatshirt. y'all? How y'all doing? Can you all? Can you all? Oh, oh boy, Terry's oh, losing it. Terry's losing it. <laughs> takes a lot out of her. Come back, Teresa. Oh, Come I'm, back. I'm, I'm back. But yeah, Terry takes a lot out of Terry me, takes y'all. <laughs> y'all. All right, so they're all at a restaurant. They're meeting for breakfast and. And here's where I'm saying, of course you're going to get breakfast beers when you're in Germany. He, yeah. Jovi orders breakfast beers. He gets judged so hard. But then Yara's like, we need something too. Aperol spritzes for the table? Well, to be, to, to be honest, if you go out, well, check. Europeans don't go out to breakfast often unless you're on vacation. This is probably brunch. Yeah, but we, we don't do brunch. This is probably an early lunch. Um... Yes, I think we can have a beer with lunch. There are like some fancy restaurants in Prague probably do brunches because it's so cool and American. Well, they're but, in Germany. Yeah, same. But in, in general, maybe in a big city in Germany, I would understand. But in general, Europeans don't brunch, but we do. We can have a beer this, with lunch. This is a popular ski town. I'm well, sure there's many places open for tourists. 
to eat at any time of the day and, and have a delicious German beer. But that's why I think it was like a real breakfast because that's what we don't do. Europeans don't drink with breakfast. Oh, yeah. Beer and palachinko yeah. is not. Like if you if, if it was the lunchtime, no one's going to yeah. judge you. Everyone drinks during lunch. Yeah. Well, I think that's just the storylines. Jovi parties too hard. Yeah. Well, but I don't <laughs> think the reaction of that waitress was oh. made up. She's yeah. like, beautiful <laughs> breakfast. Okay. Well, he had a good <laughs> argument. He's like, you, you don't get this quality of beer in the States. Very true. So I agree. Take every opportunity you can and have some delicious European Very beer. Very true. So while they're at breakfast, Yara is, of course, speaking Ukrainian to Karina. And she's saying, Jovi's got to go to work soon. Maybe I'll just stay in Europe. Well, first of all. Karina is apparently the only friend of Yara who speaks English. That's why Jovi likes her. And they met before in Ukraine. And so she's the friend that he was able to have a conversation with before. Yeah. So why don't you speak in English and Yara can translate to mom? Yeah. And that's, oh, yeah. that's the issue. Jovi's like, English, please. Which, of course, there's one person at the table who can speak English. Everyone else can. Yeah. You should, you should speak the more common language. Yes. I have to say this. I think what Yara's trying to do is not bad. Like she basically says, hey, we get home. You have to go to work. I'll be alone for a month. Why don't I stay here? But I feel like that's something they should have planned prior because now it, she, Jovi feels that she's being influenced. Like that wasn't her plan. And now she's being influenced by her mom. And he doesn't know if she will come back after he's back from work. And that's a great point is they went there with a plan. Yeah. We're going to come home. And now that Yara is changing it. Yeah. Why would Jovi think, yeah, well, she'll be back when I come back. If we went to Europe and I told you, well, I have to go away for a week when we come home. And you told me while we were there, hey, I'm going to stay. I know we didn't talk about this, but you're going to be gone for a week when we get back. So I'm just going to stay here. I would be like, uh, are you really going to come back? Like, this seems like something's up. This well, you like, know I would come back, but. <laughs> I, I do know that, but I would also be like, well, you knew I was going to be gone for a week before we came. Why didn't you just buy the ticket to come home a week after? Like, True. why didn't we plan this before? I would be a little suspicious. Yeah, but you wouldn't really because you know that that would be my decision. Know that they're, my mom is trying to. Com convince sure. me to move back to Czech sure. to buy an apartment in case <laughs> you leave me. Like her mom, I hate to say, but her mom is uh, being an asshole. Yeah, she's she needs to keep her nose out of the Yeah, like, if, I if, get if it. If mom wants to come to America, come to America and yeah, visit. Yeah, or if mom said, oh my gosh, like, I miss you so much. It would be great if you guys lived closer or if you could stay longer. But entirely up to you. Do you have your family, right? But mom is literally like, Yara cannot count on man you better buy this apartment we can live together the three of us me you and Myla. It's yeah, like, she's what do you what do you say everyone's calling jovi selfish mom is being selfish i think mom there, there's no reason mom couldn't get a tourist visa and come and stay with yara at the apartment well, to be honest it's not that easy to get tourist visa for the ukrainians you think right now well maybe well, right, right now, now they can get refugee right, it could probably even be harder to get a tourist because like well you're just coming to stay yeah no but visa. always it's always been harder because they were not in nato and sure. eu yeah but i don't think mom wants to i think mom likes her life in prague and she enjoys it it's european she probably has a job and an apartment there right she does not want to move to the u.s but she wants yara to stay yeah well, 
I think the whole thing is shitty. I get you are wanting to stay, of course. Why would you want to be home alone? Yeah. But it just, it's be, it needs to be communicated. There needs For to be sure. better communication. Otherwise, it does seem sneaky. Yeah, a little sneaky. All right. Anything else to say about uh, Yara and Jovi? This is it. Okay. It. Yeah. Do you think she'll stay? No. I think she'll go back. I think she'll go back. Yeah. I mean, Jovi's not wrong, I guess, in the sense where he's like, I know the war is not here yet, or hopefully never. The war is not here, but who's to say it's it's not going to progress? Well, I don't think Yara was taking it that seriously because she's like, well, Talmadge is here. Talmadge, Talmadge can protect us. It's like, no, he, are you taking it seriously? That's what worries me. She is, but okay. If the war got outside of Ukraine and oh, Russia. You're not safe We anywhere. are involved. Yeah, like not the safe U.S. Anywhere. is involved. The Europe. Oh, my gosh. Like that would be the third world war. Let's just all be honest. Yeah. Hopefully that's never going to happen. Knock yes. it. That wouldn't help. Like, yes, maybe in the U.S. you'd be True. a little farther. Doesn't it, mean you wouldn't get affected. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not even Let's not think that. about it. Let's just say, all right, best of luck to, to Jovi and Yara figuring yes. their issues out. We'll we'll keep an eye on them. We'll keep an we'll, eye we'll on see, them. We'll see what happens next week. No Bilal and Shida this week. Thank goodness Ugh. we needed that. that. That's what I'm thankful for. Yes, this for Thanksgiving. Sure. No Bilal and Shida this week, so... That means that's it for the episode. That's it. Follow us on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. Check out the memes. Message us. Teresa is back in the saddle. She's responding. She's ready to go. So at Married Reality Pod on Instagram, patreon.com slash Married Reality. A lot of holiday specials. The Thanksgiving specials up there for all tiers. We have a Hall- uh, Halloween special up there. We have a Christmas, New Year's, Hanukkah extravaganza planned. Up. So get on there, patreon.com slash Reality. There's also the single life and a whole bunch of other things. The over, I, I want to say over 150 pieces yeah. of content, at least for the highest tier. So check it out, patreon.com slash Reality. Also, please, if you haven't left a review, please do. It, it means the world to us. And that's what we could use this holiday season as a, as a, as a review. And a huge thank you to Kitty K for that review. Yes. One of the most beautiful reviews we've ever received. Yes, yeah, so smash it like it's as hot as the review. I'm helping you out. Oh, thank you, Kitty K. Yes, smash it like it's <laughs> as hot as Kitty K's review. Thank you, Kitty K. What and, a review. Woo, what a review. All right. I think I've said it all. If you said, said it. it all. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.